You're listening to Brett on the skateboarding show. Your mother won't like it. Okay, are we going now? Yeah. Are we on? All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm Andy Evans. Um, I make silly skate video things. Right, that's me. And and I take it you obviously skateboard yourself as well, yeah? I I, I do dabble. Yeah, yeah. I have been known. Right. And how long? How old are you, Andy? I am, I forget how old I am, I'm 43 now. Okay, right. And how long have you been skateboarding? Probably since I was 11, so, how does that start? 1985, I think, so, I'll just put a bit of maths. I don't know, that's a while, isn't it? So, yeah, you know, about, 30 32, something. about 32 yeah. years. It's <laughs> getting, getting there. Okay. I claim longevity status over that. So, if it was sort of 85-ish, then uh, you were just about drawing the sort of the last... Because what, what I've tend to seen is that it goes and it comes and falls in 10-year cycles. So it the does end in the waves, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think in, in 85, when I sort of started, there was... Um, I, it was kind of weird. I had no idea. I sort of, some of my friends had some boards that looked a little bit like... A little bit odd, and I think I, I kind of like the look of them. They weren't really like what you'd call the, even the modern boards at that time. And I, I think I remember sort of getting a similar one at that point, sort of. And we just used to sort of kind of just ride them down the hill, dear me. So, like, and, um, and it was it was a classic sort of that, that kind of story. And then it wasn't till about '88 then when I sort of saw some skate media, like that, I sort of realised what sort of modern skateboarding was. I mean, I had a board at that point and sort of had learnt various bits and bobs from '70s books and stuff like that. Well, it's like one of them stories, isn't it? Like all oh, from the '70s book. Yeah, but it's um, anyway. So and then it sort of and then once I became aware of like, oh, you can do a dolly. It was yeah, that was it was from then onwards sort of thing that that kind of piqued my interest. Right. And so that's when you became aware, as you say, of not only skate media, but was it also the yeah. trips and the professionals and stuff? yeah, yeah, like skate media. I think like the first thing I saw, which Darren finds of, of like da- Darren Nolan, the freestyle chap, finds really amusing, was Shane Rouse on BMX Beat. So, so weirdly, the, the guy that we ripped quite a lot in the videos, like, is, is, is kind of uh, kind of like was my uh, my my first sort of like kind of look at like sort of like some quite techie skateboarding sort of thing and he was he was doing quite a routine on BMX beat and you know that got, got me straight into the garden trying to pogo on my own board into the dirt so um so yeah that was that was that was the start for me and, and um yeah like kind of and, and I think media was like kind of as he was saying it was like the usual sort of stuff from back then was 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 Back to the Future, Police Academy, like you know, all that sort of stuff. Everyone kind of goes through, and it's um. And then I think the first sort of things I saw, the first video I saw, which absolutely sort of blew my socks off, was the um, public domain one, which was like I just yeah, I, I just couldn't believe I was watching what I was watching basically, and I think that that had the most sort of profound effect on me. Sort of, and we had a little premiere at the youth club near us, and I think we all just didn't know what to do with ourselves afterwards, and we just literally ran into the street, sort of. Absolutely! Oh my God, we've got. To, I really want to do what they're doing, but uh, like, I, I just don't know how. Quick jump, like you know. So it's like we just literally like, yeah. It was, it was, it was just such a, such an amazing energy coming out of there. But we had no idea how to do any of this stuff. But we just wanted to do it. That's like kind of thing. And that was my first, um, yeah, kind of in, introduction to skate media, really. Which I mean, that quite stuck with me actually. So like, even even till now. Yeah, they're quite seminal, those early PAL videos, which is... Yeah, and I think there was a different 
thing then because obviously like it, it is weird because I do realise you can't really sort of recreate that now it's like you know there is all this like mystical sort of thing of oh it was of a time but you know it was like things like that were like a, a ha- were kind of a happening then at that point because yes. there was no internet blah 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 and all that sort of stuff so you're kind of like you're kind of um you know your, your dabblings in the skate media were very limited to about sort of five VHSs at that point, like, you know, so it's like kind of, so it's definitely, so something like that would absolutely, you know, if you've gone from literally seeing hardly anything to the best stuff in the world, all these people in California who lived in their little world where it was all going on, like, it was just such a huge window to it that you were just, yeah, of course it was going to have that kind of effect. I don't know if you'd ever really get that anymore because everything sort of travels sort of so quickly around that everyone's done everything and it's sort of, I don't know, we live in kind of a little bit of jaded world now, I suppose, yeah. to it sort of comparatively. But who knows, maybe, maybe there is still still pockets of that. I think it's also a, um, a happening because a lot of that stuff wasn't so much planned. It wasn't it wasn't planned that they were going to fly to Barcelona, do this one particular trick on this one particular spot and then fly back. It was just, well, oh, we got the camera today. Let's go out yeah. and see what we can get. what he wanted to do and uh, that kind of sh- showed through in what he was doing but I think from uh, your general point about the sort of skateboarding world was it was definitely a little bit more naive like sort of with what it was literally like oh well I can kind of do this shall I do this like you know and I think that sort of showed through sort of thing I think skateboarding very much kind of mirrors its um, sort of time like in, in various different at, at that point then it was kind of it was probably at a very early sort of kind of naive stage and it was like and that was what actually made it so so interesting because there wasn't any of these kind of confines of like you know what's legit what's not legit it was just like oh we just should do stuff like you know and it's like kind of and that's it was that sort of slight innocence that they actually had that actually probably made it quite interesting and actually i suppose things were just literally getting invented for the first time so there was and there was no real barometer as to what was kind of acceptable and what was not acceptable which actually made it that, that's actually what really, really appealed to me at that point. It was just all thrown in there. Everything was given a go, whereas sort of now it's... It, well, actually, maybe not now, but like there was a point. So there have been points where it's been quite controlled, like sort of thing. I think now it's a bit more of a free-for-all to a degree, but within acceptable parameters. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So so, so you're, you're quite young. It's the end of the 80s. Um, uh, and you obviously kept skateboarding all the way through. I mean, did you go to uni or did you get well, jobs? Well, at that what, point, what I think it was, I guess it's sort of like fair to say, it was like 89, 90. I think I was skating with my mates in Wales. And I think I was, I was at that point where I, uh, this was my first probably introduction to sort of do videos was like, I was like, I wanted, I just hired a video camera from the local shop and I was just filming me and my mates sort of do stuff. And it was like, you know, I just thought it was, for me, that really, really appealed to me, I think, like, sort of to do that, like, kind of, because, I don't know, it's just, it just, the genre completely, I said, because the effect, the original sort of thing, I, like, I didn't intend it at this point, but, like, I found it was such a, you know, kind of amazing effect that this media sort of had on me at one point, so it seemed like, you know, that really piqued my interest in doing it. It was probably a bit more naive at that point of me, just wanting to, like, film what was going on around me, because I thought, you know, my, some of my mates were doing was quite rad, and, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's you know, so I, I guess it just went from there. But, but yeah, it kind of sort of progressed on from there, and then sort of I managed to get my own video camera and, yeah, just sort of carried on, sort of, like, doing that for a bit, that kind of thing, and did sort of various... I mean, it depends how far you want me to go. We're, we're, well, we're talking what... about the early 90s now, like, kind of thing, so... What I'm, what I'm, we've got to, what I'm, timeline. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in sort of following it chronologically and finding out whether 
I mean, as I say, did you go to uni or college and learn yeah, how to well, do I did any of this? Uni. At first, I sort of did this course in architecture, and I thought that that would uh, and sort of general construction. So, which is which was I kind of thought I might like to get into that, but like, I sort of I did that for a couple of years and actually quite enjoyed that past it and whatnot. And but then also at that point was getting quite into video stuff, so I ended up going to like I, I did I made some videos myself at that when I was that's when I was actually sort of making my own skate videos with my friends in Wales and we'd make loads of silly videos and that was like sort of that was a real sort of bit where I was like kind of learning all the stuff I suppose and there's there's quite a lot of videos I did back then that were just like literally like local scene videos that was we're talking like sort of 1990 1991 like sort of time and I played a couple at that point and um and I, that was like North Wales, like kind of area where I'd sort of kind of met, met quite a lot of the local skaters there who were really good and was filming them. And then from that, from there, I kind of ended up sort of applying for a course in Worthing, sort of. And then I ended up moving there, which is possibly one of the best moves I ever made, actually, because it's like I did a did a video course there. But that's where I met like kind of probably some of my more lifelong friends from like kind of. The way, but there was it was a time where, where it's very wistful. It was it was a time when skateboarding was quite dead to like you know. And there was literally that there was I think Brighton. This is the weird thing. Brighton probably only had about three quite serious skaters at that point, and Wavin, which was just up the coast, had ten. So we had the most like, and um, the other couple of skaters from Brighton used to come over and skate with us. But just meeting all the people there, they were really really into it. And people like Neil Fry and Colin Pope, Adam and Whistle, like kind of they they were like kind of the people that sort of they they were like really really into it like and they were really good and I'd seen them in magazines and stuff like so that was like kind of that was a bit of a big thing and like sort of yeah from from then onwards that sort of like kind of I said I was doing uni course as well sort of thing and then like was around this group of skaters like at that point who it was really sort of uh, yeah really yeah it was a really good place to sort of like kind of push that on further and I made loads of scene videos there and stuff as well so and did yeah, you ever did you ever end up um sort of doing production work for other companies? Did you get involved in shops or, or, or well, um, skate point, companies? Like, I was at uni and I, I think my... That sort of progressed on and, like, kind of... Um, I tried, I had a little bit of a dabble at trying to do some sort of 411 stuff, which was through, like... I kind of got it through Ian Deacon, who'd sort of had seen some of my stuff and he, like, sent my stuff on to Steve Douglas, who was, like, sort of doing... They were doing that 411 and they sort of said they liked sort of at the time so that was like kind of that was my first sort of foray into maybe possibly doing it professionally and um the 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 was probably most major thing i did for them at the time was doing this profile with jeff rowley sort of thing which was that was in about 1995 and that was kind of sort of like my my first go at sort of like kind of getting into like the the world of skate media sort of thing so that was like kind of that was kind of a big thing i guess cool okay because I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to get at now is 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 uh, whether you were involved in that element or whether you've always been an independent filmmaker. Well, that was my first foray into it. I, I guess I could tell you that then I sort of started doing other bits, and I did start to realise that the people at Four One One, while some of them were quite nice, it was a little bit sort of. I was, I was sort of a bit directorial and now they wanted things and I'd sort of present them with things and they're going, oh, this sort of looks a bit, you know, it looks a bit moody over there in England sort of thing. And I was a bit, well, I'm in England in the winter. It's not going to look fantastic. And it's like, and I sort of, sort of got to the point where I was like, well, I don't know, this, this is sort of, I find this a little bit like kind of doing the stuff for them. They didn't really, they ended up not using bits and didn't seem sort of particularly sort of encouraging. So I was like, 
Well, I don't know, I could either just chase these people around or I could just sort of carry on just doing the skate video stuff for myself and then just sort of do other bits for work, like that video, you know, that's outside of skateboarding, which I thought that generally would probably be something that would make me happier sort of thing. So I just sort of, that side of it, I was like, well, I'll just sort of push, you know, push that to then and just ended up doing another course in, in Wolverhampton at that point sort of thing. And then... Um, Sort of, yeah, like sort of trying to like sort of, you know, I would do the skate stuff myself and, you know, just sort of, yeah, try and pursue like work-wise in, in, in another way sort of thing. That was my intention at that point. So, um, so and, yeah. and what do you mean by like outside? Were you doing video for well, other... Like, sort of TV stuff, like, yeah, t- yeah right. something like that. You know, that was my intention, just to probably do something different as a job, like in that, in that, in that, in that respect. And then... um. That sort of, and I said, that's probably when I did Chilling, which was the first video, and I was doing that at the same time I was doing my college course, and that was the first video I think I sold, and, like, I took it to Ideal, and they, they, they were quite, well, they were very supportive of it, actually, and it was like, they were like, yeah, we think we could sell this, and, like, so they sort of decided to, like, and it did, actually, and we did that via New Deal, sort of thing, and it's quite, yeah, I remember, like, that was, it was a weird thing, I remember finding the selling of your video a bit weird, like, sort of, so we put, like, I didn't really want to charge too much for it, and we put like a certain price on it. But I do remember, I think it was like seven fifty or something. But I do remember like shops like putting things over it, like wanting to sell it for like fifteen pounds and putting stickers over. The, I always remember that being a bit weird. I thought, well, everyone wants their bit out of it, don't they? But it's like it's um, yeah, that was but but that was sort of we only did about five hundred VHSs or something. I think it was it, it seemed to go down all right. It was I still it was one of those things where you you think is it, is it, is it, I can't believe people have watched it, but like you know it's. It kind of went out there, and I think people sort of liked it, and yeah, that kind of that that kind of went on from there, really. So that was like probably my first sort of taste of actually sort of selling it, sort of thing, which was yeah, a little bit weird, but like yeah, apparently you can sell them; it's bonkers. Anyway, and um, and that first one there, did that involve a lot of skits and a lot of non-skateboarding stuff? At that point, I think I've always liked having skits in the videos because they really, really sort of they infuse me, and it's like you know that was the one where Biff, I got. Um, yeah, Biffa sort of on rollerblades in a monkey suit, which I think he, he quite enjoyed. I definitely enjoyed that. I think I literally laughed the whole time, like that we were doing it. I was in tears, yeah, I was in tears of laughter with that one. But it's um, yeah, and it's just like yeah, they they all yeah, that most of the videos will have some kind of skit in them because I think that's the bit that actually keeps me infused is actually giving them because the older videos I watched always used to have some kind of theme which actually made them seem a bit more like kind of unique in their own little way sort of thing which I've always really really liked about like doing videos so it's like kind of because I think like sometimes you just need to you need that bit to you know if it's skating 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 it's like I think even for your hardcore purist you sort of need a bit of time to like sort of readjust between things and actually get something I don't know I just think you're playing with one dimension there so I've always liked to have like kind of lots of different sort of areas to go into sort of thing and yeah the skits skits have always really appealed to me for many reasons actually Hmm, okay, so so from those early days, were you st- were you still watching a lot of other people's media as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely was watching at the time. Obviously, things were coming out at, at the same time, like sort of parallel to this. There was like quite a lot of UK sort of like there was a lot of like kind of UK videos coming out. I think that was it was almost the same time I did Chilling Playing Fields was coming out, which was obviously like another one of the really really sort of good UK videos that had come out at that point sort of thing and it was like kind of yeah so there was 
there was quite a lot of activity around that. I mean, obviously, I was watching American videos, and you, you sort of base all your stuff. You think you, you know, like you, you, you're always comparing when you do things, which is, which I sort of realised is, is a kind of weird thing. You can you can compare to a degree, but I think it just depends on your situation and what you've got on the. You know, you try and make what you can out of what you what what you have access to at that point, which I guess is almost like you know, kind of runs parallel with the skateboarding, I suppose, isn't it? You just make what you can out of what you've got and try and make mm. it as interesting as you can out of that because you're not going to be able to go to California and, you know, film J.B. Thomas, like, grind, like, you know, the the the, uh, the, the, the 20-stair rail or whatever because you know, you don't live in California, you live in Wolverhampton and you've got, like, you know, it's, it's you're just trying to make, you just, I guess that's the thing, you're just trying to make the most interesting thing out of the what you have access to at that time because... Yeah, I mean, there wasn't really any. You don't know, you don't have much option when you've only got a certain amount of money, sort of thing. So you're just trying to do trying to do that, basically. Right. Okay. So um, was it was it things like chilling that that helped you think? To, was it was it the the almost success of that that helped you go on to do the next one, or would you have well, gone on to do was, the next? It, it, it was encouraging that people didn't, you know, like they 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 were like, oh yeah, this, you know, that people were interested in it. So I guess to a degree that was like it's some, you know, you you feel sort of in some way slightly endorsed I still was a little bit like kind of it's always good to have a little a little bit of uh, like kind of self-doubt about these things to a degree just to keep you you know but it's um but yeah I thought well maybe I could do something with it. I didn't really know what sort of thing but the, probably the next big thing I guess for me was the um doing the rad tv thing and weirdly that came about through doing that video where I showed it to a chap called Christian Stevenson who actually really he quite enjoyed it like sort of and um yeah basically sort of um yeah, just just sort of said that oh, well maybe there's a job coming up on this thing like this this program that's called Rad, which was on Channel Five, and I think it was back 1999. I went for an interview and yeah, so subsequently ended up getting a job on it. So so yeah, that was that was like the next step for me, I guess. With uh, with TV's Mark Churchill. TV's Mark Churchill, yeah, Des Churchill. It was uh, yeah, that that was it, basically. And that was weird because I remember sort of doing that, and that was at a point like. Um, I think I was probably about 25 then, and that was at a point where I was sort of aware that, like, kind of, because skating obviously had this whole thing of, like, kind of, ooh, solo, ooh, like, you know, and it's like, so I was at that point where, oh, right, well, maybe, like, it's going to be considered a bit that, but, you know, because it was, like, TV and blah, blah, and it's like, and, you know, to, there's a little point, you know, you're a bit concerned, but then I was thinking, no, nah, it doesn't really matter, like, you know, and it's like, and actually probably was one of the best decisions I ever made do that actually as well actually I had a, probably a best decision earlier on as well no, that was another good one um, but anyway like and um, yeah weirdly Mark had an or, this is something that people won't realise about Mark actually because he's so well thought of nowadays but at that point he had a, a bit of a you know people were really quite against him at that point because he was the guy on TV that everyone thought was a bit cheesy sort of thing so it's um yeah, there was a bit, there was a there was a bit of that on the go sort of thing. So it's like, so when I met him, I was like, oh, is this guy going to be a dick? Like you know. And then when I did meet him, and I was like, how is this guy coming off so bad? Like you know, he's like, he's really, he's he's absolutely hilarious. He's really good skater, and it's like you know, I was thinking there's no one better to do this. And weirdly, like kind of yeah, once we sort of started doing stuff together, I just kind of just let Mark kind of be Mark, and yeah, it was really, it it, it just seemed like yeah, that for me, I mean, it was really successful. I mean, it was essentially a kids' show, but like you know, it was like so obviously we had to tailor it to, to you know, it was, I think it was meant to be from like five to twelve or something. So we were having to like, but it was such good fun to do all these things, and actually it was um, 
because we we get to do a lot of stuff I probably wouldn't have been able to do in traditional skate media sort of thing and it was actually really really fun because we could put a lot of content into what we were actually doing sort of thing and a lot of kind of actually good for me because I could put all my bad jokes in it as well sort of you're listening to the skateboarding show you dance breeds I mean, you, you brought up something there which, which I want to touch on as well, which is kind of delicate and kind of not talked about, but really obvious at the same time, which is this whole image conscious thing that we have where... where well, yeah, of course. I mean, skateboarding is like, you know, I, I, I've joked about it, I think, and other things, but it is all about image to a degree, like, you know, and it's of like, course. you know, the, the, a lot of it is around like sort of the insecurities of teenage boys, like, you know, one, all wanting to look at it, look, look like each other. And unfortunately, there's an industry that sort of, you know, does subsist off that, you know, like, to a degree. And, uh, and at the same time, what, what we have nowadays is this media that is so well-produced and almost overproduced, and then in stark contrast, dare I say, and I mean it in a complimentary way, you know, I sat and watched Just In Time last night and was reminded that, dude, we don't have to take all this so seriously. Like, you know, there well, is... Yeah, that's the... it. I mean, like, I think skateboarding kind of does need to remember that it is quite ridiculous in a certain sense. But it's almost like it's really great and ridiculous at the same time. And I think yeah. kind of like that naive period I talked about in the 80s, like when it was like actually used to treat itself like that, it knew it was a dick, but just enjoyed skateboarding. Whereas now it thinks it's cool and is actually sort of using it to sort of like kind of, you know, chat, you know, to get what it can from its like, you know, it's trading with its image basically at the moment sort of thing. So it's like, not everyone, but like, you know, there is a degree of that sort of thing where it's become like, you know, and it's, it's, it's like everything has become a fashion, you know, sometimes you feel like you're living in Zoolander when you see some of the stuff. Oh my on, God. You know, it's, like, it's just ridiculous. You just yeah. like, you know, it's, as you, I think the Supreme Brick was the, uh, was, 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 was one of the, I was like, wow. Like, they've really done that, haven't they? Like, yeah, well, you couldn't make that up, but <laughs> that's actually wow. happened. So, uh, Supreme Break, Google And were you, were you conscious of a slightly older audience in skateboarding today? Because of the whole Quantum Leap reference, there was kids in that audience last night that we had to explain that to. Oh, well, yeah, they won't get the Quantum Leap, no. but it, it, it's, it's, it's essentially just a vessel for the whole thing. It's like, you know, I've, like, I was hoping it kind of worked as uh, just as an actual, um, you know, like, because it's just literally, you know, as uh, like you explained the scenario, some people, like, you know, like, it, it's a complete rip-off, like, we've just literally applied skateboarding to that, like, you know, but it's, um, but we thought it'd be a funny little thing just to leap in and out of different people, like, you know, but as you say, like, kind of, um, yeah, there is, there is, you're aware that, like, kind of as you're older, like, your references are going to be, like, so you're trying to, like, tailor them. It's kind of weird. I, I think I tried to tailor them for, like, as many people as I possibly could. Some people will get some, some people get others. Like, you know, it's, like, kind of, and, and as you say, like, it's it's something that you just sort of think, like, well, it's it all in the skateboarding, like, kind of world, I suppose. But, like, if people could be bothered to find out what that reference is, they can. Maybe they'll just find it funny without, you know, I don't know, like, or maybe they just won't get it and just go, what was all that about? Like, you know, so it's, but I think, you know, essentially, like, normally when I'm doing these, I'm sort of trying to make myself laugh normally and trying to sort of make, you know, the people who are with me laugh sort of thing. So it's, yeah, you just sort of hope that it kind of roughly transcends to people, even though there's probably a lot of people who won't get it, you know. I, I, do, I do get that. And then, and then irrespective of the skits, do, do, are you also very conscious, as an example, of the, of the order in which you place the skaters? Because I noticed it was quite a strong move leading with Halford, who, like, just... We were all just sat there with our mouths open, just being reminded of how stupidly good on a skateboard he is. Well, I mean, Alfred's like, I mean, 
skateboarding you had clearly a lot of different people with a lot of different styles ranging from Alex with his really flurry transition through to uh, Mike Wright who was making people's brains hurt because they couldn't quite understand what he was doing on the skateboard you know through yeah. to some freestyle and some massive transition stuff with your man hitting up the mega ramp and so forth well and I think that's that's generally I think what I've always kind of wanted to again it's probably a throwback to what I, when I watched the old power videos they literally had every kind of skating in them because I guess power they, they they knew that like you know they were a company their market was the whole thing like and I think even though I'm not selling anything it's like you know I realised that like you kind of ignore all the elements of it at your peril to a degree I think it's, it's fine I mean like people are just a bit they just turn their nose up at sort of certain bits of it and I'm just thinking like well I don't know I like I, I mean I genuinely do like like all genres of skating it's all like kind of really fun and I probably had to go at the majority of them just to know and feel kind of what they're actually like so it's like kind of why I sort of like I don't know I don't find it I don't find it too hard to appreciate like sort of like what these people are doing and it's just I think as long as you know like you always get you'd always get someone even going oh I don't relate to the mega ramp and I'm thinking well if you, even if you've gone off a launch ramp or gone yeah. under a driveway or something like you will have some kind of understanding of it so it's a, it's, it's a bit of a sort of mute statement like you know in that respect it's like normally there is I think all of it in some way it's like normally those sort of statements are made just because like you know it's just because it's detracting from something that they're doing or something like you know well I'll, I'll just slag this off like because it's actually taking attention away from my thing like you know whereas I, I don't know I see it all as part of the whole thing and it all can be appreciated in its own way sort of thing but it's like I just don't understand like why people wouldn't really from my point of view I don't understand well I, I, I'm not sure I do understand why they do it but like for me I just I just like you know to put a bit of everything in it because I think you know they do say right is the spice of life allegedly cliche statement but yeah it seems to be I think yes, so. yes. And, and we were particularly lucky last night to have JJ himself in the room no, no, with no, us burgers yes and he was obviously still getting the names of tricks wrong so that was, oh. that was perfect <laughs> if you got money you probably have to start worrying yeah right yeah there's something <laughs> something's gone wrong with the matrix somewhere well that's all right yeah yeah okay great so so um what is i mean the premieres are still going on now if we do, you know if you keep an eye on sidewalk and so forth then you can hear yeah. and, and see where different premieres are going on it, are you? Hey, well, yeah, there, 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 there seems to be a few people who've actually sort of a touch 
with me for doing that. I think there's going to be one in Leeds tomorrow, um, one in, they're doing one in St Albans on Sunday, a chap at Hastings wants to do one, uh, Matt, if he wants to do one in Hastings, um, I can't remember, there were probably some other ones. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, 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 it's extremely flattering that people have actually sort of got in touch with me to do it sort of thing, because I guess... I guess people must find it entertaining, I don't know, like, but it is nice, like, yeah, it's, you know, you always worry, sort of, um, when you do these things, if, if anyone's going to, anyone's going to watch them, but it's, you know, you're just thinking, is it any good? I don't know, but, like, yeah, it seems that, it seems that there's, there's, you know, there's enough in it for people to actually sort of take an interest in it, so, yeah. I mean, I take it you, it's your intention to produce a DVD and get that out it's, there. And... It's, uh, yeah, the DVD, this is the weird thing with the DVD, because subsequently with the other DVDs, obviously, like, when I've done those, it's, um... They've been like you know like the the ones I did previous to this like Hilto Magic and this and that sort of thing. They they we ended we we that, that and actually um, straight to straight to DVD as well. We've, that was in a period where you could sort of quite happily sell a DVD. And while you can sort of sell a DVD still, like when I spoke to Nick Sulak, he he was basically sort of saying that it would be a struggle for him to sell the DVDs, which is a bit of an, a bit you know. So we're at an apex where it's like you know it's it, it's is this going to be the right thing to do sort of thing. But what um what we decided to do in the end was like um fans very kindly sort of gave me some money towards getting the DVDs produced, and we're just going to like send them out to like sort of it's all like sending them out to like various skate shops with their orders and stuff. So if anyone wants one, they can get in touch. Anyone wants DVDs, they can get in touch with him, and they'll you know via the skate shops and they they will go out sort of via there sort of thing, and then just get given away to people sort of thing because we thought that's probably the best way of doing it because it's it just seems yeah for, it's a weird thing because I think kids actually now almost like, to a point where a DVD is like at that point of almost slightly becoming retro almost like yeah. even in about five or six years it's but like kids a novelty still, yeah but weird kids still kind of want them to a degree because I don't think they've ever had them so like kind yeah. of it's it's a weird trip, but they sort of don't want to pay for them, but they kind of might like them. So I, I don't know. Like we we just sort of tried it doing it that way because, and it's actually it's it's a, oh, I don't know. I'm an awful business person in that respect, and the fact that I, I probably should be, you know, if I had any yeah, but it should be milking it for, for for what you could get out of it. But it's like it, that to me was my least favourite bit of the actual DVD selling it. It's a bit like you inwardly cringe because like you sort of it's nice when people you know. It, People are in it, you know. It, it, it's just a, you know, kind of a fun thing to actually do and put out there, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, it's the scrabble around for Earth credits has just never really felt fantastic. But like, you know, kind of you do it. But so, I mean, I guess it was sort of easier for me to do it via sort of a sponsorship route, which is was was slightly less cringeworthy for me, and and just sort of felt better to like sort of be able to like actually sort of give it away. Which I don't know. Which which I don't know if that, that's the right thing to do. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's I mean, with reference that. with reference to scrounging around for Earth credits, do you do you work at the moment? Do you have any? Yeah, I, I kind of get enough work to do, sort of. So I just sort of do lots of like random things, like kind of like so. It's um yeah, like I I I do a lot of work for a lady. Does lots of like artsy stuff. So I end up sort of like kind of doing yeah all sorts of random events and things. This and is just... video based to visual. Yeah, work, yeah, yeah. Right? So it's all I do all sorts of like I don't know like I mean like. I could, I've been, I've done all sorts. I'm just trying to think of what I've done in the last couple of years. I suppose like I've been at Ham Film Festival to do some stuff out there. I edited a, 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 a documentary about a donkey journey round Wales. That was quite fun. Um, 
been doing all these like things called Letters Live, which are these some some funny thing in London where they get all these letters like read out read out sort of by various celebs and all this sort of stuff. So it's kind of it's kind of a bit random like all the, the work I get, and then I guess all get quite you know you can get like kind of cool pretty bits and bobs. Also sort of end up doing bits for Red Bull and stuff like the um, Noel Noel Neeson helps me out with and. Yeah, just and yeah, it's kind of a combination. I do some skate stuff still, like that's corporate, and then a lot of like funny, funny like sort of. They're almost like I guess almost like art, arty film bits that sort of you know this this woman who I actually weirdly did do some stuff with skateboarding. That this, this lady Lucia, like, I do I do quite a lot of stuff with her and sort of thing. But but it can be quite random. It's like you know as I said, like it's just just see what see what comes up really sort of thing. So it's um yeah, it's quite but I quite like that sort of my work side of things actually is 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 quite varied and I think probably a lot of people who do like video side of stuff will probably tell you similar it's just sort of, you know sure. it's a bit just whatever's about like, you know but I've, I must admit doing like you know and like doing some of that stuff you do get to see you get yourself into some really good random situations sort of thing so it's been that's been quite I mean, a lot of my stuff like my random corporate stuff with via Pete King he's always doing some weird stuff but that's been that's been quite funny but you know he's 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 you know he's, he's totally onto various things as well so, so yeah I, I guess like lots lots of interesting bits and bobs sort of thing but it's um yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's the majority of them. I guess. I, li- I liked his uh, his slots in the video last night. Oh yeah, Pete well. was like, yeah, that was that, that went down quite well. It, yeah. it took me ages to get him and Dave to do that. That was the hardest bit. Once we were doing it, like it was uh, it was relatively easy, but like it was yeah. just hard to get them two in the same room together. And that, right. that felt like an achievement in itself. But um, but yeah, but now Pete's practicing his Oscar speech now, so he's, good. Uh, yeah, he's, good. He's, he might <laughs> he might need to practice it. And I mean, I know we, I know some of the premieres haven't even aired yet, but have you got an eye on the next project, or are you taking a break, or what? What are you looking well, at doing? Initially, that's the first thing everyone says. And, oh, when you do the next one, like, and you're like, oh god, I'm knackered. Like, you know, so it's like, so, so initially there'll probably be some kind of break, but like, kind of, um, yeah, there'll be other bit, other bits and bobs. Like Lucy Adams asked me to help her, help her sort of film something, and. Um, what else is what else has been going on? Um, uh, hang on, there'll be loads of ums in your podcast now. Uh, what else is, oh yeah, I don't know. And Stevie was Stevie Thompson was going like, would you, would you like to do, like to do it all as a, like a film at one point? I was going that, that could be quite funny to actually do it completely as a story sort of thing, like because it's like. I don't know, like that, that that would be quite amusing, I suppose. Like that, that that will probably be on my list of things to do at some point, like sort of like something that was actually more of a more of an actual just the whole thing's a story. Because I suppose it was kind of going that way anyway. I suppose that someone pointed out there's plenty of people just filming the skating but probably not so many people sort of doing the silly story bits sort of thing. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that might be that might be something. Well some you point, just mentioned two really great people there, people that I've got a lot of respect for. I I I used to skate with Stevie and Cheltenham and I've met Lucy enough times and yeah got a lot of love and respect for those two so anything you do with oh, those nice. two I definitely yeah, want to yeah. know about um cool okay so so how's your weekend panning out then we you know we've we're, we're free. It's oh, Friday. Well, it's Friday the third of February. It's Friday. Um, well, they actually are doing a little little um premiere at Brighton BYC, the youth youth centre tonight. Actually, so I'm going to pop up there in a bit. So like yeah, nice. that's, that's my that's my next thing to do like that. So like so yeah, that, that's going on weekend. I'm, I'm not really sure about. Got some DIY to do probably. And um, and if like, people want to get hold of a copy, how can they do so? Well, uh, this is this is it. There are there are a few different routes actually. This, this, this is we 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 try to do it a few different ways. Um. Which will be there's actually like there is sidewalker releasing Liam's section 
on the uh, on the site. I think should be at any moment now, sort of thing, which is which is where he got like this guest board at the end of the premiere, sort of thing. So actually, that will come, that will come with a free DVD. Uh, Love and Skate have done like a T-shirt. They've done a, range, a loaded T-shirt for like like a graphic front of it with a, with little quotes on the back of it, which also you'll get a free DVD with the T-shirt. So we sort of that's that, that's actually sort of us at guests the merch that's around it sort of thing but we thought maybe that might be an interesting because people I guess you can't download a t-shirt or a board yet sort of thing so we thought that might be an interesting way of doing it as far as the actual DVDs go they're they're free but like kind of um, I'm guessing like sort of the idea is that Nick Local skate shops, you have to, you hassle your local skate shop to get an in, sort of like, sort of as in that respect, sort of thing. But I don't know, Nick might just do you one for postage if like he could be bothered. I don't know, like I guess you could get in touch, like. But I think it's just, you know, like it's, it's those are the like, but I think they're just going to go around, and I think vans are going to like distribute some about to some of their shops as well. So they will be about, but it'll be on a kind of you have to go in first come first serve sort of basis in that respect. But like, kind of, yeah, I guess if you really, really want to get one, there are those. Those other options. Sounds to me like you've got to hustle, and it sounds to me like you've made it more fun that like there's no direct easy route. It's like well, you've got to like yeah, do some investigating. I, guess, I don't know, like yeah, it's, it's like the crystal maze. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. How do you get hold of it? Well. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, you could, you know, I thought, like, Nick probably wouldn't mind posting you if you just said it was a postage, you probably wouldn't mind just putting your one in the post for you, like, you know, because they are meant to be free. But, like, you know, I think, I don't want it to cost Nick any money because he's been so nice to me in the past. It's sort of, it's, you know, I'd rather, this is more, you know, kind of just so it goes out in somewhere. Or I don't know, the most important thing is that, like, kind of, you know, like, for, more for the people that have put all the energy into it as well is, like, kind of that it gets out and people see it sort of thing, like, you know, which is which is the most important thing of, like, doing one of these things is, like, sort of that it kind of gets watched and maybe sort of, you know, something something nice happens from it in some way or other, like, you know, either people have a laugh or, like, skating or think the music's silly or that, yeah, I don't know, like, you know, so that, that's the important thing about doing these things. I think, you know, it, it is a weird thing, it's, it's quite sort of, wistful kind of thing to say but I think if you just get like someone to laugh or just enjoy some of this shit that's that's as good as I guess you can hope for with these things it's not they're not ever going to make you rich but I think on a, on that sense it's like you know if you could just do that to a degree that's like you know that's that's a win I'd say well again again I'm with you in supporting Nick I like what Nick does at Death Skateboard so uh, I'm sure people can look up power distribution and can they get can, hold of yeah. Nick yeah. that way and Maybe even make a contribution if you want. You know what I mean? Like you, you decide. Get get hold of him, pay for the postage, and make a contribution. Support skateboarding in the UK. That's what it's about. That's that, you know there are all the avenues. I think like that. Yeah, that's that's all I can really say. But yeah, that should should be cool. But so. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. Any, Andy, anything else you want to ask? Andy Evans. Well, no, I was just going to wrap this up by saying I shall you leave you to go, I shall leave I'm you to go and, I shall leave you to go and get your tuxedo on and get ready for your <laughs> premiere tonight and order your order your five ladies to escort you into the uh, oh, the building. I'll be on the red Ty Evans' limo. Yeah, that'll be it. Anyway. <laughs> I could get choppered in by Josh Casper's helicopter. Yeah, exactly, Maybe. right? Exactly. <laughs> or just quantum leap straight in. Oh, wow. Well. No, that, that'll be another thing. I'll consult Darren. He's got the Rubik's Cube at the moment. Ah, brilliant. <laughs> All right. Andy, thanks for your time today. No worries. It's a pleasure. Okay. Take care. Yo, it's your boy Reese from Rush Skate Park. Just to let you all know, we have a Silver Service Jam on the Friday the 24th of uh, February from 6.30 till 10 o'clock. 
10 pound per rider and that's strictly over 30s. We want to see some big tricks, we want to see kick flips, impossibles. That's it from me. Goodbye. Dance breed, dance breed, dance breed. <laughs>